98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines from the chief executive defends official criticism of Labour unions planning to hold a poll on whether to strike over the national security legislation. She says the government will outline plans to ease social distancing rules in the SAR and an expert calls for laws to prevent discrimination on the grounds of sexual orientation and gender identity. The Chief Executive, Carrie Lam, has indicated that the right to join a union and hold a strike is not protected under the basic law if the action is unrelated to the union. She was defending criticism of Labour unions who want to hold a poll on Saturday about whether to stage a strike over the national security legislation. Speaking before the Executive Council meeting, Mrs Lam said strikes aren't allowed if they're politically related. I think one has to look at the purpose of the strike. If the purpose of a strike has nothing to do whatsoever with the, um, the workplace, with the um, being members of a union, invoicing their concerns against their employers and so on and so on, then it will not be covered by that sort of constitutional protection. She also warned the opposition camp not to demonise the upcoming national security legislation, saying they'll be pitting themselves against the majority of Hong Kong people. Mrs Lam says some three, three million people here have signed petitions in support of it. She dismissed concerns that Hong Kong's judicial system would be undermined if Beijing were to handle the most secure, serious national security breaches. This new piece of legislation will not change Hong Kong's high degree of autonomy and will not affect... Uh, judicial independence, including that of final adjudication. Then Mrs Lam also said the government would announce today plans to further ease social distancing rules as the COVID-19 situation stabilises, but she said not all restrictions would be lifted. The uh, epidemic situation is rather stable, uh, but that doesn't mean that we need not be vigilant. You have seen other cities uh, that have gone for some reopening, relaxation, and then they see a re-emergence of COVID-19 uh, cases. So uh, the direction at this point in time, taking into account the impact on the economy and the people's acceptance, I would say is uh, relaxation. The chairman of the Bar Association says Beijing's intention to take control of the most serious national security cases in Hong Kong amounts to a reverse engineering of the failed extradition bill. The bill caused widespread protests here amid concerns people could be taken across the border to be tried. Philip Dyke said the proposed national security law was sounding like a weird hybrid between common and mainland law. I've not yet seen a model or details of what is actually proposed. The whole thing is rather infuriating because you are given little gobbets of what the new law may or may not contain. But at the moment, it sounds like a reverse engineering of the uh, ill-fated extradition bill. It's rather than uh, you going to the mainland, the mainland comes to you. The government's economist says Beijing's national security law is critical and essential for Hong Kong's economic recovery. Andrew Oh made the remark when he was speaking at a forum on China's five-year plan organised by the Hong Kong General Chamber of Commerce. Mr Oh said social unrest has brought additional trouble for the SAR's economy as it tries to get back to where it was before the pandemic. Is Mr Oh. It's understandable that it is both critical and essential to have a national security law applicable to Hong Kong, now, which should be a positive factor for our economy. We will have ensure law and order and maintain a stable and safe environment for business and investment. 
The Justice Secretary, Theresa Cheng, has stressed that she has the right and obligation to intervene in private prosecutions and stop proceedings if necessary to prevent abuse of the system and the waste of judicial resources. The Eastern Court recently gave the, go- the green light to private prosecutions lodged by pro-democracy lawmakers, including a case against a police officer who shot a protester with live ammunition last November. Writing on her blog, the minister says private prosecutions which are groundless, frivolous or lodged due to improper or political motives should not be condoned. The government is being urged to put in place legal protection against discrimination on the grounds of sexual orientation and gender identity after the U.S. Supreme Court banned this type of discrimination in a landmark ruling. Professor Sun Yutong from the Chinese University's Sexualities Research Program says mandatory workplace protection is a good place to start, given public support for the idea, and businesses are already taking steps to protect their LGBT employees. Business organizations are saying that they consider equality and diversity, including protection for LGBT people, very important. They already support the idea against discrimination in the workplace. Actually, the public is also very supportive. So I think the government has to answer why they are not responsive to both the general public, the LGBT community, as well as the business community. Meanwhile, Donald Trump says he can live with the U.S. Supreme Court decision. His administration had argued against the move. Gerald Bostock is one of those who brought the court case after he was fired from his job in the wake of joining a gay softball league. What an amazing day. Words cannot fully express how happy I am and the gratitude that I have for the United States Supreme Court justices in making this right decision and... I I learned early on that this was more than just about my own personal circumstances, that it impacts so many people across this country. The decision is being seen as the most important ruling for LGBT rights since same-sex marriage was legalised five years ago. Back locally, the Secretary for the Environment, Wong Kam Singh, says the government will soon offer a 1,000 jobs to help push various green initiatives, such as electric vehicles, ecotourism and fresh graduates will also be hired. He was asked on a radio programme about the vetting in LegCo of its proposal to charge households and businesses for solid waste disposal, which has been delayed due to recent infighting. Huawei Chief Financial Officer Meng Wanzhou is raising a new argument in a Canadian court in a bid to fight extradition to the United States on bank fraud charges. Court documents released yesterday showed Ms Meng's lawyers claim the case that the United States submitted to Canada is so replete with intentional and reckless error that it violates her rights. Ms Meng, the daughter of billionaire Huawei founder Reng Zhanfei, says she's innocent and is fighting extradition. Beijing is imposing further restrictions to try to prevent the spread of a new coronavirus outbreak. State media are reporting that close contacts of people who've tested positive for the virus are being prevented from leaving the city and some outbound transport services have been suspended. Wu Zunyu from from China's Centre for Disease Control said reports that the outbreak was caused by imported salmon haven't yet been confirmed. It is possible, but it does not uh, definitely indicate it uh, from imported seafood. Uh, it could be transmitted from infected people to people working in the market. We are still collecting data. 
The COVID-19 resurgence has sparked alarm because the mainland had largely brought its outbreak under control earlier this year. The new cases take the number of confirmed infections in Beijing over the past five days to 106, and the authorities have locked down almost 30 communities in the city and tested tens of thousands of people. Meanwhile, the number of people infected by the coronavirus across the world has passed 8 million. The United States accounts for a quarter of all cases, but the disease is spreading fastest now in Latin America, where 80,000 people have died after contracting it. U.S. authorities say the United States and China will each allow four weekly flights between the two countries, easing a standoff on travel restrictions. Delta said it would operate flights to Shanghai from Seattle and from Seattle and Detroit via Seoul. The United States has confirmed it plans to withdraw thousands of its troops stationed in Germany. The number will be reduced by more than a quarter to 25,000. President Trump has accused Germany of not paying enough for its own defence and relying on US troops. It's a tremendous amount of soldiers. It's a tremendous cost to the United States. And Germany, as you know, is very delinquent in their payments to NATO. And they're paying... 1% and they're supposed to be a 2% and the 2% is very low. It should be much more than that. So they're delinquent of uh, billions of dollars and this is for years delinquent. In response, the German ambassador to Washington said American soldiers were in Europe to defend transatlantic security, not her country. And President Trump has defended his promotion of hydroxychloroquine to, pr- to treat COVID-19 after U.S. regulators withdrew the drug's authorization. The Food and Drug Administration said new evidence from clinical trials indicated the anti-malaria medicine was not effective in treating the virus. Mr. Trump said he took it preventatively for two weeks with no side effects. He suggested that the drug's reputation had been undermined by its use on seriously ill patients. They weren't going to make it. Let's give them a little hydroxy, and then they don't make it. And they say, oh, maybe the president was wrong. All I know is that we've had some tremendous reports. I've had a lot of people tell me that they think it saved their lives. So uh, I don't know, but I took it, and I felt good about taking it. I don't know if it had an impact, but it certainly didn't hurt me. Scientists in the UK have decoded sounds made by queen honeybees to ensure colonies successfully reproduce during the swarming season. The researchers used highly sensitive vibration detectors to pick up two distinct sounds. They hope their findings will help beekeepers predict when their own colonies might be about to swarm. Here's the BBC's Victoria Gill. The buzz of honeybee activity. Despite the insects' ongoing decline, it's a familiar sound. But these sounds might be less familiar. They're the toots and quacks of queen honeybees, duets detected during the late spring swarming season. By recording them and observing how the colony behaved, researchers have revealed their crucial role in bee society. Tooting, the researchers found, is a queen moving around the colony, announcing her presence to the workers. The responding quacks are from queens that are still wax-sealed inside their special cells, but are ready to emerge. Finance and the former Morgan Stanley Asia chairman Stephen Roach has warned that a US dollar crash is virtually inevitable. He told CNBC he's worried a changing global landscape paired with a massive US budget deficit will spark a US dollar crash. His forecast calls for a 35% drop against other major currencies. And to currencies, the US dollar is trading at 107.46 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 13 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 81 cents. 
a short time ago. The Hang Seng Index was at uh, 24,474, 698 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $63 billion. And now with the sport, here's Adam Chung. We start with Spain's La Liga, where Sevilla missed a chance to strengthen their hold on third place after conceding a late own goal to draw one all at Levante. Luc de Jong scored for Sevilla early in the second half, but they gave up the lead on the 87th minute. A cross partially saved by keeper Thomas Vaklik bounced off defender Diego Carlos and into their own net. With the top four guaranteed a Champions League place at the end of the season, Sevilla missed a chance to go six points up on Real Sociedad, who are currently fourth. Sociedad can move to a point behind Sevilla if they beat Elvis on Thursday. In the other match last night, Real Betis and Granada played to a 2-2 draw. Arsenal will play away to Manchester City when the English Premier League returns tomorrow night. Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta has been asked about the future of Gabon striker Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, whose contract expires next summer. I think it's our responsibility to make him feel that this is the right next step in his career. In order to do that, he needs to feel valued. I think he needs to feel that he belongs to us and we want him. And then he really needs to believe that uh, we can take this club forward the way we want to do. And he's going to be a key player to do that. So far, as I'm aware, I think he's very happy at the club. Elsewhere on opening night, relegation threatened Aston Villa welcome Sheffield United. Villa boss Dean Smith says the Premier League has done everything possible to make his players feel safe and they're ready to fight for survival. The players feel comfortable, feel safe. We're, we're getting tested bi-weekly. Thankfully, so far, nobody has, has tested positive at this football club within the nine tests that we've had. So the players feel confident. They've, they've been um, included in all the discussions along the way, as have the managers as well. We're all set to go now. and we're, They just want to play football. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said he'd like to see Colin Kaepernick back in the league this season. Goodell told ESPN that he's been encouraging teams to sign a 32-year-old quarterback who hasn't played for the past three seasons. Kaepernick was with the San Francisco 49ers in 2016 when he kneeled during the national anthem as protest against racial injustice. Earlier this month, the commissioner posted a video to apologize on behalf of the NFL for not doing a good enough job of listening to players' concerns over racial inequality. Goodell was subsequently criticized for not mentioning Kaepernick in the apology. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The chief executive defends official criticism of Labour unions planning to hold a poll on whether to strike over the national security legislation. She says the government will outline plans to ease social distancing rules in the SAR. And an expert calls for laws to prevent discrimination on the grounds of sexual orientation and gender identity. The news from RTHK.
A very good afternoon to you all and welcome to the 123 show. My name is Noreen Mir and I'm going to be right here with you till 3 o'clock this afternoon. First of all, many thanks to Phil for the morning brew today. Another great show from Phil. Today is the 16th of June and uh, we do have a busy show for you. I'm not sure if you are aware, but this month is actually audio book month. That's right. If you are a fan of audio books and if you have any audio books to recommend, then feel free to join us on the Facebook page. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the Facebook page, or you can drop us an email, 123show at RTHK Radio 3. Uh, we'd like to, to, to join, uh, we'd like to read out some of your comments, uh, in the course of today's program. Um, and, um, feel free to, to drop us an email, which is, uh, 123show at RTHK.hk. And also, 